Ooh, neat, part one of something. We open at a secret cobra facility hidden deep in wily coyote country. A cobra scientist mixes some red liquid with some blue liquid, which everyone knows is a one-way ticket to a massive explosion. Seriously, dude, that's lesson two of Evil Chemistry 101, right after never wash your hands. The explosion leaves behind some sinister glowing crystals, which I'm pretty sure Megatron also messed with at some point. At G.I. Joe HQ, Gung Ho is about to take off for a bit of leave, but Duke stops him before he escapes. Oh, but my mom is making gumbo! Wait, doesn't Roadblock's family also make gumbo? How many of the Joes descend from gumbo folk? Gung Ho, Duke, and Lady J replay the early part of this review and learn about the sinister glowing crystals. Hey, one of them says, I'm pretty sure Megatron also messed with those things at some point. Lady J runs down a giant list of Joes who are currently unavailable because they're on leave visiting their families, presumably eating gumbo. So the available Joes head to the former site of the Cobra lab, contriving an excuse to use that stupid bridge tank thing in the process. Then this idiot tries to figure out what the deal is with those crystals. Any idea what caused the explosion, Tripwire? Frankly, I don't know. Wasn't nuclear? Wasn't TNT? Wasn't any of your conventional explosives? Duke mentioned that the standard-issue U.S. Army was already here helping to evacuate the town, but this kind of operation clearly demands the highly skilled expertise of an elite team like G.I. Joe. Meanwhile, the Baroness and Cobra Commander start cooking up a scheme to steal their crystals back. Deftly avoiding the Commander's no doubt overly complicated alternative plan, the Baroness opts for an extremely simple one, threatening the gumbo-cooking loved ones of various Joes. To accomplish this, they will first need to learn the Joes' secret civilian identities, but that's easier than you think. They're printed on the back of each action figure's packaging. So we start learning the Joes' real names. Quick Kick is MacArthur S. Ito, which eh, could be worse. Scarlet's real name is Shauna O'Hara, which, ugh, come on, really? Also, apparently her codename is actually Scarret, and O'Hara is actually spelled, oh boy. Also, in case you didn't get the Gone with the Wind thing, she's from Atlanta. Thunder's real name is, wait, who the fuck is Thunder? Shipwreck's name is Hector X Delgado, which honestly is suitably awesome. If anyone in the Joe team deserves to have the middle initial X, it's this guy. Spirit, on the other hand, is actually named Charlie Iron Knife. So I guess we understand his motivation to join a team where you get to pick your own code name. Barbecue's real name isn't funny, but we do learn that he's from Boston, so I guess that's what his accent is supposed to be? We get a tiny look at each of these guys' private lives before the Joe is called back to active duty and their family is subsequently kidnapped by Cobra. Successfully, because the Baroness is in charge of this operation. Meanwhile, the Joes test those explosive crystals by whacking one with a hammer and noting that it does indeed explode. Highly skilled expertise! Having gathered the assorted hostages, the Baroness orders them brainwashed. Oh, God damn it! I was just praising the simplicity of your plan, and now you're gonna go and Cobra Commander it all up? I mean, obviously this is gonna backfire on you. I don't even need to watch part two to know that. But, I mean, I will. Next time. 